Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast with Adam Davis, where each week we answer your biggest questions, offer a biblical perspective on the issues that matter most, and encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast, and this week we're starting an awesome new series about a topic that I think a lot of people are interested in. And if we're honest, everyone should be a little bit more interested in. We are going to be talking about relationships. That's right. And, you know, one of the really unique opportunities that we have um, with this ministry is the opportunity to work with different youth groups for a period of time. You know, we travel a lot and do our events, but also when we're not in our busiest season, we like to actually uh, work with a specific youth group. Maybe they're in a time of transition. Um, uh, they have a new youth pastor. They don't have a youth pastor at the time. And so uh, we just uh, go in for a period of time and we kind of help out and, and uh, offer our support. And a lot of times take over the teaching for a certain amount of time. And we've been able to do that in a number of churches up to this point. And one of the series that I'm either asked to do or always choose to do because of how important it is, apart from the social media discussion, which we've already had on this podcast, is a series on relationships. And we're talking about all different types of relationships. Though we will be talking about dating, we want to talk about every relationship that we have in our lives. And today, we've actually titled our episode, First Things First, because we want to begin by talking about what is actually the most important relationship in our lives, or at least it ought to be. The first relationship you should be focused on growing and developing is your relationship with God. Though this series is primarily going to be focused on our earthly relationships, our relationship with our Heavenly Father is most important because of its huge impact on the way we relate to everyone else around us. If we are not rightly related to God, then we cannot be rightly related to other people. And so we need to learn about how to maintain this relationship first and foremost. Speaking of which, have you, Zach, ever heard of what they call the three C's of relationships? I have, but usually when I'm asked to say like what they are, I can only remember like two of them. Yeah, and it's difficult because they really differ depending on who you ask or what article you read. Mm. And I've noticed that they've actually changed quite a bit over the years. So originally, it was pretty well agreed upon that those three C's would be communication, compromise, and commitment. That's what it takes to have a healthy relationship. Typically, they're talking about a marriage or a dating kind of relationship. Communication, compromise, and commitment. But now, honestly, if you search for this type of thing today, you will more often than not find this list. Chemistry, compatibility, and communication. So it's changed. And you can also see how the emphasis has really changed. And we're going to revisit some of these things in future episodes because they bring up really important conversations. Um, So we don't want to forget this. But today, again, we're focusing on our relationship with God. So how does this all fit in? So I'm looking down and it seems that you've created your own list of three C's for our relationship with God. Correct. Now, I know that our relationship with God 
Again, it's not like all of our other earthly relationships, but it is still a relationship, which means that there are some parallels and it does need to be cared for. It, it does need to be maintained. So here are three C's for your relationship with God to help us really um, make the most of it. The first C is communication. And this is the one that everyone seems to agree on with the other relationships. It's been in all the lists. Yeah, all those experts, if you want to call them that, though they have changed their emphasis and moved it to the end of the list, they still agreed at least that communication is of utmost importance when it comes to relationships. And obviously that's not going to be any different in our relationship with God. Really, I just want you to imagine any of your relationships and how good those relationships would be if there was never any communication, if you never talked to each other. Really, in those relationships that we enjoy the most, those relationships that mean the most to us, there is a good amount, if not a constant flow, of communication. Any relationship that doesn't have communication is probably not functioning very well. Your relationship with your parents, if you never talk to them, that's probably not a good relationship. Your relationships with your friends would be much different, much less impactful if you never spoke to each other. And obviously, husbands and wives need to be in communication with each other. And without it, their relationship is just not going to work. So communication is vital. And obviously, we can see the parallels in our relationship with God. Now, it's not going to be exactly the same as, you know, conversing with someone face to face. But it's still communication. And we understand the ways in which we communicate with God are through prayer, and through his word. He speaks to us in his word. He's given us everything that we need to know about him. And we can speak to him. We can go to him with our, um, with our requests, with our, um, with our issues, with our questions in prayer. And we can, we can be in constant communication with him. In fact, as you read the Bible, that's kind of what it expects of us as far as communication. We find over and over again, we should pray without ceasing. Paul says in Romans 12, in regards to your prayer, basically continuing. We should always be in a, what we call a spirit of prayer, always in communication with God. And if this is truly the most important relationship in our life, it would be marked by a constant desire to hear from him, which means we get into his word, and to speak to him, which means we pray and we pray often. I think communication has those two sides of the coin you just mentioned. You have the first part, which is actually making an effort to communicate. But then there's also the desire to communicate with someone. I think one thing that's evident in most relationships that you probably can think of, friendships and family relationships, there's some inherent desire that you want to talk to someone, you want to share with them something, or maybe you want to know something that's been happening in their life, whatever it may be. So I think communication is really really important. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned two sides because I think there's also the two sides reality when it comes to communication that is talking and listening. And a lot of times our communication is not great because it's all talking and not listening. Yeah. Um, when there has to be both. And we'll talk about that when we talk about other relationships. But the same is true with God. Uh, it can't just be that we're always you know, taking our problems to him, though he he waits for us to do so and he invites us to do so, but there should be a desire also just to be still and quiet and listen 
to what he has to say to us. And of course, James gives us that great advice, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if we're bringing our worries to God, which is great. Like you said, he wants to hear that. But if we bring our problems and our questions to him and we never actually listen for the answer, we're never going to hear it. Absolutely. The second C of your relationship with God is confession. This is an interesting one and, you know, not really one that you'd expect to see in a list, you know, for earthly relationships necessarily. But when it comes to our relationship with God, um, this one is crucial. When we talk about confession, in the scriptures when we read about confessing, it really is the basic idea of saying the same thing as or agreeing with. So when we confess our sins, it's not that we're bringing something to God's attention that he was not aware of, uh, but it's more that we are recognizing our sin for what it is in his sight. Now, our relationship with God is secure. It is eternal. There is nothing that you or I can do to sever the relationship that we have with God. There was nothing you or I could do to create the relationship to begin with. We can't save ourselves and we can't lose our salvation either. So the relationship is secure, but the fellowship that we have with God and that that kind of relationship with all the communication that we talked about, that can be hindered. That can be, um, can be damaged to some degree by the way we choose to behave. And when we sin, it's clear from the scriptures that that hinders our relationship in the sense that it hinders our fellowship with God. It hinders our prayers. Um, it, it gets between us and him. We know that in order for us to draw nigh to God, we have to uh, take into account the other parts of that passage in James chapter 4 to submit to him, resist the devil, cleanse our hands, purify our hearts. All of that comes together. And so confession is the idea of recognizing when I've done something that's wrong, agreeing with God about it, taking it to him in prayer, getting it right, and getting it out of the way so that there is nothing that stands in the way of our communication, nothing that stands in the way of our relationship. Now that principle is going to carry over into other relationships and we'll see that. But when it comes to our relationship with God, we need to, as, as the old preacher used to say, keep short accounts of sin with God. Don't let things build up. Uh, just take care of it immediately. When you've done something, repent of it, ask God to forgive you, and move on. Don't let things stand in the way of you having that close an intimate relationship with God that he desires for you to have. And I kind of want to take another side of this again, where it's not even about, you know, addressing the problems. Sometimes I think we, we think that we can't bring our sin before God and, and confess it. it. It's almost like we just kind of want to wallow in it. We just want to sit there and, and, and be depressed about it. But like you said, don't keep uh, this long list of sins in your life, take it to God, get it dealt with, and keep moving forward. I think that's why a confession is, is so important, because our relationship with God should be progressing. And so even though we, we do fail, we have to get back up and we have to keep going. Absolutely. And that the remorse, you know, feeling bad, which is important, the Bible speaks about its value, uh, it only gets you so far unless you actually repent, which means to turn from it. So like we said, it's not like God doesn't know already, um, yeah. but it's just us recognizing what that sin has done to our relationship, grieving over it, and then getting past it. And I think David exemplifies that so perfectly 
in Psalm 51, wanting to get back to the restored joy, the restored fellowship, the restored strength that comes when you get the, the roadblocks out of the way and, and confess your sin to God. And it may have been David or another psalmist, he says, God is ready to forgive. So that should also be an encouragement to you. The third and final C uh, of your relationship with God is consecration. Consecration. Now this C is referring to our dedication, or we could say our surrender to the Lord. And what we mean by this is that this particular relationship, which we said is the most important, this relationship with God needs to be set aside and elevated as the most important relationship in our lives. This relationship should be our number one priority. A lot of times we think about priorities and we try to make this list. Okay, God comes first, then family comes second, then friends, and then and we try to make a list, some kind of hierarchy, when really that's the wrong idea. Uh, God comes first, everything else is going to go where it needs to go. It's not like trying to figure out a puzzle at that point. If our relationship with God comes first and we're rightly related to God, uh, then all the other relationships in our lives are going to be right too. So this one has to be addressed first and foremost. And so we, we dedicate our lives to him, we surrender our lives to him, and he takes number one, the number one spot, and there's no contender. And that's what God wants, that's what God demands, uh, and that's what he deserves. From the very beginning, we can see, as he gave those Ten Commandments, the first two of them teach us, God takes first place and no one else comes before him for any reason, in any way, shape, or form. And we find this interesting trait of God in the Old Testament scriptures and even carried over into the New Testament that God is a jealous God. And that's interesting because we often think of jealousy as being wrong. And most of the time in our case, it is. But God is jealous for us because we are his. We belong to him. He purchased us. And he does not have to, nor should he have to share our love, our loyalty with anyone else. And so consecration is the idea that this relationship is sacred. It's set apart. Nothing comes between us and him. And it's vital for us to maintain this relationship as our number one pursuit, our number one priority. That's why we're talking about this relationship first. Because if we don't put it first in our lives, then the rest of our relationships are going to be affected. Our whole life is going to be affected by this one relationship. The, the way that you treat your relationship with God is very, very important. So hopefully these three C's are encouraging to you. Hopefully they've helped you see maybe there's somewhere where you need to put a little more effort into it. And hopefully as a result, your relationship with God will grow closer and closer. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we are looking forward to continuing this conversation over the next several weeks. So please come back next time as we move on to more of this discussion about all the different relationships that are a part of your life. 